Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And we wait. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals <laughs> podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Be sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your podcast. Johnny Venerable, my co-host Bo Brock, live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. We are on the continuation of Sean Payton Watch. And for this show, if you're a fan of us, thank you. Welcome, like, and subscribe. We've been on Sean Payton Watch since about late October, and it just feels like <laughs> everybody else is catching up, Bo. But as we sit here Friday afternoon, I'll lie to you and tell you, you know what? I won't lie to you and tell you. I thought Cardinals would have a coach at this point. I thought we'd have a wow. definitive answer as it relates to Sean Payton and if the Cardinals potentially need to pivot. But as of right now, Bo, no second interview or third or whatever you want to call it up with any candidate. It's all right. Redbird quietness here in the Valley. Eerily quiet. Uh, as we sit here 48 hours, uh, less than 48 hours from the conference championships, and this is our Super Bowl here at PHNX Cardinals. Can the Arizona Cardinals land that big fish after casting that wide net in Sean Payton? You know, it's uh, it's eerily quiet because you thought outside of Ian Rappaport talking to our friend Jody Ayler of Fox Sports 910 and then Pat McAfee saying things went well yesterday, it, there just hasn't been any kind of follow-up news as far as the meeting between Sean Payton and the Arizona Cardinals all day Thursday, or it felt like all day Thursday, seven to eight hours that they spent at the team facility. And then we see via Fox 10 and Cam Cox of, of 12 News, them leave together in Sean in Michael Bidwell's luxury electric car. So, yeah. you know, what do we know? What's taking so long? I think that's really what we're going to try to break down today. Well, and I think you and I, Bo and I talked off air earlier today, and I, I voiced my displeasure about one thing and one thing in particular. And we love our peeps at DMVR, but mm. the Broncos are tr being treated with kid gloves throughout the course of this process. <laughs> and you've got that tremendous video from Cam, Co Cam Cox and company of Michael Bidwell and Sean Payton getting into his vehicle. And that has not been picked up by one flipping national outlet. I'm going to pull the, the photo we have up here. It is. And you can find the video at Cam Cox on Twitter. Like, why wasn't this circulated throughout all the national outlets today? Unless there's a conspiracy, Bo, and an agenda, mm -hmm. or this is being telegraphed by Sean Payton and his people, it's insane that this had no traction yesterday. Because this sure as hell didn't happen with Dave Tepper and the folks out in Carolina. This sure as hell didn't happen with the Walmart people that supposedly didn't hit it off with Sean Payton. And now we've got Sean Payton and the owner getting into and into Michael Bidwell's car, presumably to drive to the airport, but maybe not because Bowen, you and I talked about wouldn't Sean Payton just have him take the helicopter to the airport. Wouldn't Sean Payton right. go with Michael Bidwell to maybe Michael's private jet 
Something tells me there's more to this, but I, I am frustrated, Bo, by the lack of coverage as it relate outside of this show, who's mm-hmm. been on this for, I don't know, probably about eight to 12 motherfucking weeks, that Sean <laughs> Payton with the Arizona Cardinals, no one wants to take it seriously. Right. No, it's not, but it's serious conversation. It's casual conversation. They, they looked comfortable with each other. Sean Payton and Michael Bidwell and Payton kind of alluded during this whole process before the season even ended that he had a relationship with the Cardinals organization back to when he was a teenager and he was a ball boy back when the organization was owned by Michael Bidwell's father. Uh, so there is a relationship there and, and they just look comfortable. And yeah, if, if when they ended things yesterday, yeah, it was pretty much heating up rush hour traffic at that point. So yes. you're just going to go sit in with Sean Payton in traffic trying to get him to Sky Harbor or wherever his private jet's going to take out take off from? It just I, I know that we're we're just grasping here. We're absolutely grasping, we're not, but we're not because well, it bother it legitimately bothers yeah. me. I know it does. I know it does, and, and I think it's going to help as far as trying to figure out why the hell these cowards haven't announced a partnership of some sort between Sean Payton and, and the Arizona Cardinals. But I mean, maybe, maybe the, the major media outlets aren't running with it because that picture was snapped behind the bumper of a 20, 2007 Honda Accord. Maybe that's concerning. Maybe it looks a little too stalkerish for their taste and their national audience. Listen, we're not here to toot our own horns, but <laughs> Bo has been quote tweeted by rap sheet. As have I. We've both been quote tweeted by Tom Pelissaro, other people. Like, like we didn't put this video out, but good medium people were out there, God bless, right. camping out from the cards facility and had that video. They and- were eating beans out of a can, staking out whenever they yeah. saw any movement come out of the cards facility yesterday. It was it was just tremendous coverage. And yeah. it was a gift from the football gods that was right before our show yesterday. And no one picked it up, and no one's even talking about it. Now, we do have some positive news if we're trying to piece this together. And you know that's what we love to do on PHNX Cardinals that you mentioned on Jody's show on 910, Rapshi mm-hmm. said it was positive. McAfee, he said the Cardinals are a, a place where Sean Payton could land. Like, he didn't think he had an option. The Cardinals seem to be a renewed option. But let's take a pause on that, and let's talk about the team that, that they could have some competition with or maybe not. The Denver Broncos. You want to bury the Broncos. I do. I'm you, ready. Let's you go. want to eulogize Let's, the Broncos and Sean I'm, Payton. I'm so ready. <laughs> the darlings of the national media, the Denver Broncos, John yeah. Elway and his horse, horse teeth are not walking through that door. <laughs> Let's go. A friend of the program, Benjamin Albright, posting this uh, today. And this is twofold. So, number one, I listened to Andrew. I think his name's Judge or Juge. Uh, podcast-esque thing what is the mm-hmm. thing where you just have audio on twitter what's that called the uh, space. Which, space, space last night yeah and he gave some Never good done. insight on sean payton i haven't either we, we're video guys here so andrew mentioned that sean payton does not want to go back to fox this guy's a, a, a podcaster reporter for the saints says sean does not want to go back to fox andrew also wants the picks for new orleans and i get that but benjamin albright tweeting this for our audio listeners after talking with people in the know again Broncos, like D'Amico Ryans, have had productive conversations, but if he goes to Houston, I don't think Denver is going to wait around, would move aggressively at other candidates they've kept in touch with during that time. So we'll talk about the D'Amico Ryans factor here in a second, but then Andrew says, like, um, maybe Sean Payton. Benjamin Albright, emphatically, no. Benjamin Albright, friend of this program, has been emphatic that the Denver Broncos are not going to pursue Sean Payton, that that is dead, that they did not have a great meeting in the sense that the ownership – uh, power struggle 
operation there. And Bo, you broke it down beautifully when we talked about it earlier, when you compare to the singular entity of Michael Bidwell mm. and then everything else that's going on in Denver. Yeah, the, the, the power hi hierarchy, right? How many people do you have to report to? How many people, when you don't put a cover letter on your TPS reports, are you going to hear from if you're Sean Payton working for the Denver Broncos? When you look at the Arizona Cardinals organization and the previous, I guess, brain trust, for lack of a better term, was Michael Bidwell, Steve Keim, Cliff Kingsbury. And then, you know, there was some scouts and player personnel types in the front office, you know, Adrian Wilson, Quentin Harris, uh, you know, McDonough, people who have been around this place for, for the facility for a long time. But pretty much you don't report to anybody else or have any legitimate conversations outside of those three people. When what we've been hearing from this stable organization in Denver that was purchased by, you know, the Walmart people, uh, you, you've got if the Waltons basically in their ownership group that own it. Right. And then you've yeah. got this ownership group that also includes Condoleezza Rice. And then you got the team president in Penner who also has Stanford ties. That's why the connecting of the dots with David Shaw remains with the Denver Broncos. Then you've got George Payton somewhere. You've got your horse teeth Elway. I'm sure still involved in some way. Uh, and, and then you've got, uh, then you'll bring in uh, your head coach. Right. And it's interesting to me because when we looked at this in producer Sean, who's working with us today, uh, we had when when Michael Bidwell fired Cliff Kingsbury in his press conference, he was asked about how he's he wants to divvy up the responsibility uh, between player personnel, scouting players, and how you're going to attract free agents and who's going to make those decisions. This is what Michael Bidwell said as far as it's going to be a collaboration. I think when you look at all the, um, the the models out there, there's there's a lot to get around coaching, and there's a lot around personnel, and that and and there's always that favorite question of, you know, who's in control of the roster. It's it's when you look at it, pretty much every team around the league, except for just a few exceptions, there's a real um, partnership between the general manager and the and the head coach, and I think that's that's what we're looking for, rather than trying to dictate uh, something up front. Dan Bickley's agreed to pick up the financial consequences. So, you know, he laughed the hardest, Cam. I didn't mean to embarrass you. I will embarrass Dan. How, uh, how, Sorry, I left in the, the Bickley part as far as he's picking up uh, the tab. I think that was in regards to Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, Bickley and Murata, great show. If you're an Arizona sports fan, absolutely. It's a good way to start your day. Um, but it's a collaboration, right? And I don't think Sean Payton's come in to be this dictator and say, as I say goes, when I say jump, you say how high. We're, this is who we're picking third overall, and damn well better pick that guy third overall, or there are going to be consequences. I think that Sean Payton, as he worked with Mickey Loomis and Jeff Ireland, uh, famously in, in New Orleans, and they were successful yeah. for 16 seasons, uh, he's looking probably for something similar. He, he probably doesn't want to take on more responsibility. Sure, he wants his say in it, but it, that that sounds like something that would be appealing. And when you talk about too many cook, cooks in the kitchen, it certainly sounds like that's what's going on with Denver. That's what Mark Maskey from the Washington Post was outlining, uh, something potentially that Sean Payton was not excited about. But, you know, it, it's interesting because that report was debunked by – here we have it right here, Bo. Yeah, he 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 went JJ Watt. He sourced himself in this one. Zero truth to this, and you got to take that. You know, obviously, 
uh, that that's legit. And Ian Rappaport maintains that the Broncos are still in this conversation. And a lot it's of not, people, it, as far as insiders are concerned, it's What's not that? legit that he, this, this came from Sean Payton from well, Mark Sean Manske. Payton. Well, Sean Payton also told Peter King, he really enjoyed his conversation with Broncos ownership. Here, uh, I, here's what I'll tell you where I stand. Cause I, you've, you've made it pretty clear that you, you believe that, Talks, negotiations, chances of Sean Payton going to the Denver Broncos are dead. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not willing to just completely forego that. I don't think it's it's completely over with them in Denver. I mean, and here's why, Johnny. I think that the Denver Broncos, because the the candidate pool has been all but drained for the most part. Outside of D'Amico Ryan's, they liked reportedly Dan Quinn. They like Jim Harbaugh, and those guys are not in the mix any longer. They have deep pockets, and they are desperate. That's dangerous. That will always you're, be dangerous to me. You're you're helping the leverage that that the Peyton Saints Saga doesn't have <laughs> right now. Have they have say. no leverage. There are no options but the Arizona Cardinals and going back to Fox. If you're the Saints and you're counting your draft picks that aren't there, you got to make a deal with somebody. And I'm sorry, like I, uh, the Denver Broncos, as awful as they played this, you know, coaching free agency saga, I think they've done too much irreparable damage with Sean Payton and company. Because that that report came directly from Sean Payton. I'm going to choose to believe that that he leaked that out to get that out there, and then pr- what would he have to gain from it? What would he have well, to gain from it besides him. just completely just torpedoing any chance with Denver and creating well, any leverage to, to maybe embarrass the people in Denver a little bit? Like they don't have their act buttoned up. But and why? He told Peter King he liked the people in Denver. Yeah, because there's reports now that Sean wants too much control. It's a glamour fest. It's all about Sean. He wants the draft picks. That being New Orleans, wants the draft picks. I don't think he was ever the Broncos' top candidate. Now, you're right. They're they're screwed now. They're in a lot of trouble. Because if you think about next week, can they get in, in front of D'Amico Ryan before Houston? That remains to be seen. But they don't have a fallback option. They might have to circle the wagon again and start interviewing some of these folks that are going to be made available, like a Shane Stetchen or Jonathan Gannon or somebody like that. By the way, Jonathan Gannon met with the Broncos last year. But how this circles back to the Arizona Cardinals is it shouldn't matter. The Cardinals got the later interview. The Broncos met with Sean Payton. What was that, like a week ago? And it yeah. wasn't anything like what the Arizona Cardinals just had. The Broncos interview, I think, was last week. He interviewed more recently with Carolina. That was like four hours. I don't even know if that was in person. He was in the building for seven plus hours with every high ranking member of the Arizona Cardinal franchise, including the owner of the GM. He had lunch with the GM and then he leaves with Michael Bidwell. That did not happen in Denver. So I'm sorry. I'm going to go off of the, the report that they just, it just, they just didn't hit it off in, in Denver. And it's damage control, especially if Sean goes back to Fox and he's got to do this dog and pony show again. He wants people to know that he's accommodating maybe next year. But as far as the money goes, I you know I, I'm inclined on Jody's show with Rap Sheet saying that he may not even get twenty million dollars a year. That his salary of twenty five million was uh, you know crafted by the national media people guessing, as you mentioned, Bo, to me off air, Mike Florio and company. Like mm-hmm. we don't even know if that's real. We also right. don't know if the Saints have minimal leverage, if they're going to get what they're asking for. They're not going to get two ones. The Broncos don't have two ones to give, right? And so I just think everybody at the end of the day needs to understand that the Cards have a big advantage here. They have leverage here. Because unlike the Saints and unlike Sean Payton <laughs> right now, 
They have options. They can go and hire Brian Flores tomorrow. It'll cost them significantly less, both in, in salary and draft capital. Now, is that, is that in the best move of the franchise if you can get Sean Payton? Of course not. But Sean Payton, I'm going to tell you right now, the longer he's out of football, the less of a hot commodity he becomes. Yeah. Right? You're away from the game. It does irreparable damage. You need to stay hungry in this industry. You're going to be 60 years old, 61 years old if you wait a year. And if you're New Orleans, you want this lingering over your franchise for the next calendar year plus, or mm -hmm. you want to be able to move on? If you're if you're demanding two ones and then you sit there with nothing, you deserve it. Yeah, you deserve guys, it. guys, everybody's killing it in the chat. Let's get to a couple of these super chats. Marcus uh, saying just ready to find out who's running the ship as far as you got to maybe follow up on that. As as far as are you talking about Bidwell or is it Monty's Austin for it? Is that what your question is, Marcus? Probably Car let's, Cardinals. Probably I would say Michael Bidwell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michael was the one that was walking out. They were walking out together. I mean, we all saw the video yesterday. Uh, and then we got Jason Krell ch chiming in. Why is he not hired yet, honestly? And I wanted to kind of get into that. And I think there's three reasons why he's not hired as of yet. Because things like the momentum, it seemed like yesterday we reached a fever pitch. Like the Arizona Cardinals were as close as they've ever been during this entire process. You know, including like Black Monday when when hope was was kind of reinvigorated when they fired Cliff Kingsbury and you started dreaming about who, the best scenario. But realistically, seeing them walk out of that building, reading Kyle Odegaard's report of him meeting the interview panel yeah. and, and talking to people that you would work with on a day-to-day -day basis in that building, including you know media relations president Mark Dalton and their chief people officer, which is a real job apparently at the facility yesterday. But I think Sean Payton... In my opinion, he finalized the four teams that had requested to speak with him of the five openings. He spoke with all four of them. The Cardinals were the final one. And I think that it's very possible that he just wanted to kind of digest all the information that he's he's kind of gotten over the last two and a half weeks as far as doing these interviews and, and weighing his options as far as what he wants to do. Um, and then, obviously, you've got him maybe allowing a bidding war to potentially heat up, see if Denver that truly gets desperate and they want to offer him, you know, a blank check or Houston wants to come in from out of the clouds and, and offer him tons of money and control. Um, but for the most part, I mean, that's probably the least viable option. And then you've got the third option that the cards and Peyton probably spoke about a deal and they want to work together. And now it's just, this isn't just trying to hire Brian Flores or, Dan Quinn or uh, Frank Reich, who was available because he was fired by the Colts. It's not as easy as just saying, we want to hire. Let's figure out how to get do that. This is the one that has the most moving parts. Still under contract through 2024 with the New Orleans Saints. So you've got to go through the Saints first. So you had to figure out whether or not, you know, Sean Payton wants to work with Bidwell and the Arizona Cardinals and be their next head coach. And then you reach out to the Saints and you figure out, all right, let's talk compensation. And hearing what the reports are and what the Saints want, mid to late first round pick, more than that, then you got a long way to go as far as where compensation in the middle is going to meet for both of those clubs. So ironing out a deal is probably one of the more likely scenarios as far as why we're waiting here 24 hours later on Sean Payton and hearing no, any news, on good or bad, and whether he wants to be the Arizona Cardinals head coach. Yeah, and I'm with you. I don't think we're going to get a tweet or a report that says they've entered negotiations. It's going to be they've they've come to an agreement. The the deal is done. 
they they're shipping X picks to the New Orleans Saints and Sean Payton's the new head coach because you you might lose leverage. You try to negotiate in front of the mass media, in front of the masses, if you will, you could lose leverage if you're either party. Uh, I want to get to this comment here. Uh, titter time in the chat saying Gambo, John Gambadaro does a great job. Uh, 910 uh, Arizona Sports supposedly said Peyton is in Dallas with Kyler. Well, I think we're going to talk about Kyler Murray later. Kyler is doing his rehab in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And Sean Peyton, I think, lives in Dallas. And there's a picture floating around of Sean Payton having some drinks and eating some food with some people. We haven't gotten that source if that's from today or last week or whenever. So we're not going to run with that. Um, but I'll see, you know, we if, if, if anything comes to that, we'll, I'm sure we'll know momentarily. So wait, if, Gambo, um, if, the, if Arizona Sports 98.7 said that Sean Payton is meeting with Kyler in Dallas. Titter time in the chat. Just can't say titter time enough. Said supposedly... <laughs> Said Peyton is in Dallas with Kyler. Bo, you're blocked by Gamble on on Twitter. I yeah. will DM Gamble right now. Would you please? Yeah. Yes. The uh, and then I'll ask him to unblock Cotton Candy Soft Block Patrol out there. Stop. Uh, we like Gambo. He blocked me. You want me to no, just oh, that was yes. Gambo, great guy. Just uh, I never pre, said a word what? about the guy. That's um, BJ uh pre jv before jv before johnny v and now oh, okay after johnny you're v, the you're the liaison line. you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna get things back on track here tom Lyons said no he said he was in dallas gamble said possibly so i oh okay um we got our first glimpse of kyler today yeah. right his, yeah his do you want to get do you want to get that picture up do you want to talk yeah, about let's that take a look at it it's uh this is what i was looking like all day waiting for sean payton news this is me looking at my Twitter timeline. Could we not just get Kyler to do like a thumbs up for, for the sake of Sean Payton? Like, hey, Sean, rehab's going great. I'm going to be ready for to play football at some point in 2023. This this is a sad picture. This makes me sad. We're trying to recruit Sean Payton. We got this sad picture floating around. Doesn't this I mean, make you like... We are, we are grasping for information and we're uh, just, just speculating and you're concerned about... Kyler's demeanor in this everything isn't something but something I'm surprised I'm surprised there's aren't people like this is what he looks like on the sidelines this is why he's not a good leader just he's rehabbing his knee he's in he's got eight to 12 maybe 16 months of rehab headed his way on a serious his first give me a thumbs up Kyler get that to Sean (laughs) you want a you want a hokey disingenuous just thumbs up everything's all good guys I want to Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's, I want to. He's fake staring Russell down a, a reality, potentially a, a nightmare reality, where Vance Joseph is his head coach. Stop! Stop! <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. All right, I want to talk about the coaching candidates and uh, where everything stands. But first, I want to tell everybody DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Sean Payton. Not sure if you guys have seen this or not. The movement is insane on DraftKings right now. So yesterday it was a plus one thousand. Then it jumped up to plus three hundred. Then it jumped up, get this, to plus 150. He'd be the Cardinals' next head coach. A little bit of movement, plus 140, friends. Uh, Brian Flores is still the overwhelming favorite. Can't even get plus money on it anymore. Um, But you can get plus money right now on DraftKings, betting on the championship, conference championship round ahead of the NFL playoffs this weekend. All you got to do, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. New customers can bet a mere $5 on the conference championships Get $200 in free bets instantly. You don't even have to win your bet, spread, money line, whatever you want to do. Five bones get you 200 for free to bet on on DraftKings. New customers only, 
only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Promo code, you guessed it, PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. My DraftKings pick of the week. What else would it be? Fly, Eagles, fly. Beat the fraudulent 49ers <laughs> and Brock Purdy. Eagles, money line, Eagles, minus two and a half, whatever you want. Go Jalen Hurts. Get that dub so we can be done with San Francisco. And conference championship Sunday, no better place to go take in those two games than Four Peaks Brewery down in Tempe, 8th Street in Tempe, the OG location. They've got great beers on tap. They've got their bars set up, great TVs there, plus all the swag you can buy from Four Peaks. Or you can go kind of sit down in their their dining room area. You got the breweries. You got all the all the beer being made around you. It's a great atmosphere with all the TVs where you can catch every all the action you want for the NFL, NBA, NHL. You're going to have baseball kind of pitchers and catchers report in the next couple of weeks. It's exciting and Four Peaks is going to be your it's going to be your headquarters for that. At least it should be. If you want to go have a kilt lifter, maybe a hop knot IPA, the Joy Bus Wow Wheat Hazy IPA, Sun Brew, going back to one of their original beers. You can't go wrong at Four Peaks. Can't go wrong with their menu. They got great appetizers. They got great entrees. You can do the chicken rolls. You can do the garlic cheese beer bread. You can get that Italian beef bread, beer bread as well. It's fantastic. Or if you like pizzas, they got all sorts of flatbreads that you can dabble with at Four Peaks. Check it out. Of course, you want to enjoy the beer. You got to be 21 years or older. Check out Four Peaks online as well. Follow them on social media, Twitter, Instagram, fourpeaks.com. And also check them out, as I said, 8th Street in Tempe. We love being partnered with Four Peaks. It's uh, it's part of the history of the great state of Arizona. It's their best brewery, bar none, Four Peaks. Go check them out if you haven't. Um, so we're going to laugh at some of these other head coaching searches here in a second. <laughs> but I want to point out, so NFL.com, uh, Ian Rappaport, said that the Cardinals, quote, are either going to work to hire Sean Payton or they're going to pivot with a second interview with their candidates. As of right now, the recording of the show live with 430 people. God bless you all. Like the show, subscribe. They have not requested to talk to anybody else. So we are on Sean Payton watch until we get a notice that they're bringing back Brian Flores. They want to talk to him again. If that were to happen, I would say that the Sean Payton hype train take a massive halt. However, the other teams with the four remaining vacancies, three remaining vacancies are busy trying to fill that void. Uh, yeah. Let's start first, Bo Brock, Indianapolis, um, which they were going to interview Dan Quinn again Saturday. That's not happening now. Dan's going back to Dallas. Colts have a second interview with Jeff Saturday on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Manana. They're also going to talk to Wink Martindale. Uh, there's a guy named Wink. He uh, coordinates the <laughs> Giants' de- de- defense. He's going to interview. That's right. that's what you got going on in India. Yeah. So as much as like we're stressing out over here, it could be Jeff Saturday. Or your high school gym teacher, Wink Martindale, <laughs> as the next hey, head coach of your put, franchise. Put some respect on Wink Martindale. The, no, the Ravens won't. cast him off. He did a great job in, in in New York City working for Brian Dable. Dable, hats off to him as far as building his staff, his staff and taking advantage of the Ravens getting rid, rid of Wink. But still, I think he just got the name because his first name made Jim Ursay giggle. That's it. Yeah. That's all. Let me get you a wink. Jim Ursay, what's going on in Indianapolis is like a three-ring circus. I mean, Chris Ballard tomorrow, he's going to have Jim Ursay's key card deactivated so he doesn't hire Jeff Saturday on the spot. The guy went one in seven as an interim head coach. He blew a 33-0 lead against the Minnesota Vikings on a Saturday game. It was absurd. 
and they want to hire the guy. They want Jeff right. hire Saturday. Like the, the Colts, in my opinion, remain zero threat to what the Arizona Cardinals want to do. They're, they're not in the same conversations with the same types of, of coach candidates, and that's a great thing. Uh, best of luck to you. Hopefully you hire Wink, you hire Jeff Saturday, whoever it may be, just go be irrelevant in, in the uh, in the AFC South. No more Peyton Manning, no more Andrew Luck to save your franchise any longer. Poor Chris Ballard, guys trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit with what he has to work with in, in Indianapolis. It's a It's a mess. It's hilarious, though. Chris Ballard, come work for this <laughs> franchise. Michael Bidwell suddenly looking pretty good compared to old right. Jim Ursay. So that's one saga. Frank Wright's done. He's in Carolina. We're, we're putting them aside. So then it's the Houston Texans and the San Francisco, or excuse me, and the Denver Broncos. The Texans, per multiple reports, this came out this afternoon, yeah. making D'Amico Ryans their head candidate, quote, <laughs> with mutual interest in him potentially becoming their next head coach. We had talked about it, Bo, earlier this week. D'Amico Ryan's wife is from Houston. They spend their off seasons in Houston, right? Everybody wanted to write them off, and rightfully so, for how they treated two back-to-back African-American head coaches, one and done. D'Amico Ryan's, though, I would say is the front runner to become the next head coach of the the Houston Texans. However, the Broncos still want to get in front of them. But this is per Ian Rapsheet Rappaport with the Texans eyeing D'Amico Ryan's and his desire to interview with them next week. So they have a a spot they're going to talk the Broncos timeline does not align with that, despite Denver thinking highly of D'Amico Ryans. So GM George Patton and CEO Greg Penner have continued conversations, quote, with other candidates throughout mm-hmm. the process. I am of the mindset that that's not Sean Payton. That could be Jonathan Gannon. That could be somebody else that we haven't heard of. Hell, that right. could even, I guess, be Jim Harbaugh. But the Broncos, to me, I mean, like, it seems like Houston, if they don't screw this up, has D'Amico kind of in their back pocket. They can play the hometown feel. Carolina's done. Indy's off. They're, you mean they're not you, they're doing their- You say the Texans, right? Yeah. The Texans yeah. Can kind of, they, yeah. They've got they've got that weird kind of like in. Yeah. They're, they're a dysfunctional franchise. They have no business being able to have access to the top coordinator on the market. And, and I, I don't think anybody will disagree that D'Amico Ryan's is that. Yeah. And a rising star. And they've got their cousin has an in at the hottest club in town. And the only reason they have access to him is just because they know somebody that knows somebody. And yeah. they drafted him. He spent some time in that organization. But that that organization outside of Washington is one of the biggest clusterfucks in the league. But if they if they can get him, if they I mean, it, it's the same thing. Like they have to be kind of cautiously optimistic when they look at Denver. Uh, because they're always a threat, like dollar for dollar. They're not going to be able to compete if if the if the Denver Broncos ownership wants to just give them bl- a blank check. I mean, they but have they, the deepest pockets remaining. I would demand, and we talked about it, D'Amico Ryan's five, six-year contract. If D'Amico Ryan's going to sign with your franchise, Houston, you have to assure him some assurance that you're not going to bail again. Yeah. And I wonder if they were kind of bailing water until they could get D'Amico Ryan's. Um, so I, to me, Denver, yes, you're right. They're the wild card. I don't think they're the wild card for Peyton. I just feel like, I mean, there was a report that their owner was on a hunting trip. They like yeah. paused everything this week. Nobody knows anybody with, with Denver. Russell Wilson is toxic, right? The, the locker room semi like was like, get away from me. You do your own thing. And unlike Kyler Murray, Kyler's in his mid-20s. We don't talk about that enough. Like, you can look past a lot of stuff. And I don't think Kyler's some criminal criminal or anything like that, but I think he's been painted out to be difficult. 
mm-hmm. by the national media and a lot of people who have an agenda against the Cardinals, and some of it's legitimate, some of it's not. <laughs> Russell Wilson is old. He's old yeah. and broken in a division with Justin Herbert and, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes, who could win his second Super Bowl this year. That's mm-hmm. not changing. Whereas Kyler Murray could come back next November and light it up for a new offensive coordinator or a new head coach like Sean Payton. There, there are, like, Russell Wilson is a declining stock, but you can't sell him off because his contract's fully guaranteed. He's gonna, he's, he's what the kids call washed. He's washed. Yeah. I mean, he had six, he threw 16 touchdowns last year. He, he, Carson Wentz for the bulk of the season, who hadn't played for multiple weeks, had more touchdown passes than, than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is going to be 35 years old and he has bad habits and he doesn't have the athleticism that he once had. Kyler yeah. Murray is going to be 26 years old in August. And when Sean Payton got a hold of Drew Brees, who's an under six foot quarterback, just like Kyler Murray, just like Russell Wilson. He was 27 years old. Yeah. He wants, he, he doesn't, I don't think he probably views Kyler Murray as damaged good. He probably realizes that he had a bad season, but you don't have to look very far. I mean, Russell Wilson struggled coming back from the finger injury. We saw that firsthand when the Cardinals beat up on them in Seattle last yeah. year. Uh, but Kyler Murray, through the first eight weeks of last season, had 20 total touchdowns. He, he was for a, the, for he, a terribly he, schemed, prepared offense. He was the MVP candidate at that point before he slides and loses that game against the, the Green Bay Packers at the end, and then he was playing hurt the rest of the season. And then, you're right, the, the league caught up with what Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray were doing. They never played that game of chess, never never made any counter-adjustments or anything, and the you know the blueprint was out there, and they got their ass beat for the entire 2022 season. So, you know, I, I think that no, if you're just going quarterback for quarterback and you're Sean Payton, like, what can I work with? I mean, it's, it's simple. That's a slam dunk. We got some super chats. I think we need to yeah, get to. Yeah, we do. Uh, Jason Krell, first $1.99. Thank you so much, Jason. Uh, if Sean Payton is hired, how would you handle the draft? Depends on how many picks you have left. If DeAndre Hopkins is around or not, I would say Sean Payton, if you look at the history with he and Mickey Loomis, um, they would draft defense early. They would draft pass rushers early. They would trade up for defensive players because Sean can manufacture offense. He and Drew Brees got the most out of the offense without spinning a premium. They also like to do second and third round offensive linemen. I don't think I think the days of the skill player for this franchise outside of a generational talent receiver are done. I, I this is a team that traded up for Marcus Davenport once upon a time mm-hmm. and gave up a future one aggressively. So say, yeah. Yeah, I would say Will Anderson and, and, and or Jalen Carter should still be expected to be the pick, Bo. You drafted Cam Jordan, developed him. Did you say Cam Jordan at one point? I haven't, uh, no, but I yeah. said Mark Davenport. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, they, they, they're they notorious. And Lattimore, guys on that side of the football, uh, I mean, Sean Payton knows how you, you build a roster. And he, he, he worked in concert with Mickey Loomis and Jeff Ireland in, in building – you know, those successful teams for all the, all those years. And you look back at his, his record where they where the Saints struggled for a couple of years where they were seven and nine, I think, back-to-back seasons. And then yeah. they had that draft where they were able to hit, I, I think, on four or five guys that were instant impact makers. And Marcus Lattimore. Yeah. yeah. It just changed what that team was going to be about. And then they, ra- they ripped off like 13 wins for the next two seasons, 12 wins. They were in the NFC Championship game. They were robbed. Uh, by a non-call, I think it was the anniversary of the Coleman Roby non-call today. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what Sean. Maybe he's just like I don't work on this Pain day. Respect. This is the darkest yeah. day in my history, yeah. <laughs> of my life. 
Michael Evans, thank you so much. $2 super chat. You guys see that pick of Kyler. It looked bad. Yeah, we talked about it, Michael, in, in the first segment. And it's not, I mean, listen. You can see it again. Uh, Let's see it. Yeah, there it is. pull it up again. Kyler looks sad. Uh, downtrodden. I mean, he just, he waited to have surgery too. He just had surgery like 27 days ago. The third, yeah. So, yeah, or like 24 days ago. So, I mean, it's it's been a little over three weeks. I'm sure it's sore. I'm I'm sure it's painful. Um, you know, I argued like a buffoon that just give us a thumbs up, Kyler. So Sean knows <laughs> you're good to go, brother. Uh, how about this 1999 super chat? Thank you so much. You what? Appreciate you, my man. Uh, or, or my lady, uh, is Vance gone? If we don't hire him as a head coach, seems as if we get Sean, he'd have his own staff hundred percent. And I, yeah. I, I'll go on the record right now. Cardinals aren't hiring Vance Joseph unless it, just a catastrophe happens and everybody else says no. And we've, we, this is, this has been the show that's been adamant about that. Vance mm-hmm. Joseph's not going to, not going to stay on. I think this defense needs a new voice. Any, anyway, I think players like Isaiah Simmons and company would, would welcome a change, uh, uh you know, outside of a Buda Baker who works with everybody. Uh, Cardinals need fresh eyes and do not believe what they say, believe what they do. The Cardinals, even with Quentin Harris, Bo and Adrian Wilson in house made neither, neither the assistant GM. So why the hell would Monty Austin Ford as an external with no ties to Vance Joseph opt yeah. to, to pair his career with Vance Joseph? They, they, there's no chance they would pick him over Brian Flores. You what? And everybody else, too gracious with their super chats. Thank you so yes. much for contributing. Next time we see, like, meet us out at our last Wednesday at Four Peaks or maybe our draft party, and, and Johnny's beers are on Johnny. No doubt about it. Thank you so well, much for the super chat. Uh, I mean, it gets me excited. I mean, I heard a couple, uh, I don't know if it was Peter King or Ian Rappaport. I, I watched all the talk shows today because I was just craving Sean Payton news today. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about, you know, him building the staff. There was the conversation about what if the Arizona Cardinals don't hire Brian Flores on the heels of Steve Wilkes getting, uh, overlooked or passed up for the Carolina yeah. Panthers job because of the lawsuit that's going on. Obviously what's going, you know, what came from Steve Wilkes rep- representation, basically like you're going to hear from us as far as this goes especially now that we found out Frank Reich's daughter was hired by the Carolina Panthers week. Not, not a great look. Yeah. Not, not the best look Carolina. Uh, but you know, what would, what it would look like with Brian Flores and Peter King brought up, you know, Sean Payton is a guy that has, there's no love lost between him and, and the NFL. He, if anything, he'll do anything to get back at the NFL. And, you know, he knows talented coaches. He knows talented players. I, I don't want to start throwing it out there because you know, obviously there's nothing that's legitimate as far as the Cardinals and Sean Payton, but it gets me giddy to think about Sean Payton and maybe Brian Flores as a defensive coordinator. Because it's not yeah. like – so Atlanta, who he interviewed with, just hired the D.C. It was the defensive backs coach from New Orleans. He's now the Atlanta Falcons defensive coordinator that just broke. Uh, he interviewed yesterday while Sean Payton was here in Arizona. He interviewed with the Minnesota Vikings – and then also he interviewed for the Browns vacant DC position as well. Um, you know, that would be a pretty solid hire. Uh, you, you've seen Vic Fangio, who hasn't officially hired, been hired in, in Miami. Um, but I think that they're to answer the question very long after you, you asked it, you know, Vance Joseph, I just think that there are more qualified candidates and impressive candidates that could turn things around. Flores, after being interviewed for the head coaching role, uh, and then getting the DC job or being offered that maybe he takes that as a slap in the face. Maybe he takes another job, but his relationship with Monty may trump that, especially. And even in the Florio article said like, 
unless you get a Sean Payton, which he's clearly the top candidate among everybody, you got to pick Flores for other reasons. And we're not going to get into all that, but I think, I think Flores would have enough like self-awareness, like, Oh shit, Sean Payton. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, goodness, it'd be like Christmas morning. They get Sean Payton and they get Brian Flores run their <laughs> defense. It'd be unbelievable. Um, for getting people's hopes up, but I didn't yeah, want to say it. Yeah. Well, and, and listen, I'll say something, uh, kind of, you know, hot button here. Like, if you get Sean Payton and they brought Ben Vance Joseph, it wouldn't be my favorite thing, but I'd eat it for a year or two. I I, I, mean, I would put up with it because I've seen Vance Joseph's offense when or defense when the offense is humming. Again, it's not my preference, right. but I, I would imagine 502 people in this chat right now, if you were guaranteed Sean Payton tomorrow, I, I think you could find a way. If you had to be told that Vance was coming back as D.C., Maybe, maybe Sean likes Vance. I don't know. And again, I'm just throwing this out here. There's no validity to it. Mm -hmm. I could eat that. Mm -hmm. I, but that's, that's the only scenario because I mean, everybody else they've talked to Bo right. is on the defensive side. So yeah. Vance doesn't fit. Right. And you know, to Buda Baker's point to you, uh, when you said, you know, you pointed out some stats that didn't since paint, deleted. Yeah. That didn't, didn't paint Vance Joseph, the head coach or defensive coordinator in the best light that statistics just point to just cold, hard statistics. Yeah. Um, that you know you watch the tape it's all about complimentary football and you know I, I i buy into some of what buddha is saying as far as the lack of complimentary football i think that if you look at a lot of the arizona cardinals games and if you look at when they were successful in 2021 vance's defense was playing complimentary football and there was opportunities like remember minnesota remember when isaiah simmons gets the game-changing sack strip sack of kirk cousins and the mm -hmm. offense just stalled out immediately like the lack yeah. of complimentary football it was there. You can you can certainly find it if you're looking for it. He outperformed uh, Cliff Kingsbury right. this year, no Which doubt. Wasn't, it wasn't tough. That's the thing. But that doesn't mean you get yeah. to keep your job. It's sure. like you know, pass fail kind of bullshit. Like, I, I there can be. And as of right students. now, Vance Joseph is still on the staff. He told us in a press conference before the end of the season he did any ink an extension. So if they wanted to keep him, he's under contract still. I think, again, that's going to be up to the new head coach right. of the Arizona Cardinals that remains to be seen. You got two failing students, and one's at a 40%, one's at like a 59%. <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean one of them looks better by comparison. So, uh, but I got what Buddha was trying to say. I love that you standing up for his, for his head coach. Um, I want to talk to you, Bo, about why I believe that this, this announcement, if it comes, is not going to come on Fox NFL Sunday kickoff, whatever it is that they do. But first I want to talk to everybody about underdog fantasy. I am pivoting off year long fantasy. Daily fantasy is where it's at. It's here to stay. No better time to sign up with underdog fantasy than right now ahead of conference championship weekend. If you've heard about underdog fantasy, we love it. We talk about it because we use it. We're not one of those places where we have our partners and we don't use it at all. I'm on underdog fantasy daily because it is the best choice for daily fantasy it does daily fantasy sports differently draft your your team against up to five of your friends i do head-to-head -head matchups you know up to three to five whatever you want to do the highest scoring squad for the night wins the cold hard cash but if you want to pivot on the nfl you're just like i just want to bet on the cardinals when they come back next fall hopefully with sean payton that's fine phoenix suns have been playing good basketball outside of the fourth quarter last night draft six nba players with no positional limits you want to go Crazy shooting guards. Devin Booker will be back around the corner. Like, will Devin Booker hit his higher in points? Probably hit the lower in points with old DeAndre Ayton not looking good. Put him in the Ben Simmons category right now. It's so easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com, download the app, sign up with promo code, you guessed it, PHNX, 
get this underdog fantasy is going to match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars put into hundy boom you get out of hundy up to 100 bucks using that promo code phnx it's underdog fantasy bow get in on the action today if you're looking to maybe pimp out your house your condo your apartment whatever it may be your office your living room well Look no further than our friends over at More Furniture. The Arizona Cardinals are likely going to bring in an external candidate as a head coach. Uh, lots of new coordinators. And all they need to do is look up morefurniture.com for the best sales and opportunities to pimp out your living room, your dining room, your kids' rooms with great furniture from More Furniture. They've got so many different options as well. Their white glove delivery, it's unmatched. They will deliver whatever furniture you purchase from them uh, to your home and your office or whatever it may be, and they'll put it wherever you like it. And if you don't like where it is, they'll move it to wherever you want it after that. White glove delivery, no problems there. Visit more furniture, cross streets, 44th Street, and McDowell. Use the promo code PHNX. You'll get the free delivery and installation on purchases of $999 or more. This is not available online. So when you go to morefurniture.com, you'll get to see the great selection that they have. But go to their store, make the purchase, and you'll get that free delivery. Thanks to More Furniture. Limited time offer that's only valid through January 31st, exclusively for our PHNX listeners and viewers, all 470-plus strong of you. If you're looking for some new furniture, if you're just looking for that couch, you're looking to upgrade from the futon, if you're looking to upgrade from the waterbed, Johnny, Go to more furniture, find yourself something nice that you can put your 10 toes up upwards at night and sleep comfortably. Morefurniture.com. Check them out in store. Get that free delivery. Take advantage now. Uh, good question in the chat that we'll circle back to from Paul AZK1. What is the most likely reason for the silence for your opinion, Bo and Johnny? And I, I would say Cardinals are, listen, if they're not still meeting with Sean, and I think we would have gotten more that that was still happening, that they are either reassessing what they want to do, knowing that Sean is unattainable, or hopefully more likely that they are negotiating a package with the New Orleans Saints. And they have a they have confirmation from Sean Payton that a salary that everybody's agreed upon, uh, that they're good with the responsibilities of Sean, how he would work with the personnel department, with Monty Austin for the new GM. My hope is that they're negotiating picks or pick with the New Orleans Saints. But if that's not the case, or if that's done, and they, because I don't think we're on the same page with this, Bo. If Sean wants to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, he's going to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. The mm -hmm. Saints will have no say on that. But the Saints also want to save face. They foolishly came out and said they get they got to get the parcel package of two ones. So it could be right now just trying to make a deal and showing respect for Sean's old team. That could that could be very likely what's happening. If that's not happening right now and you have a firm no from Sean Payton, it's how can we get the next pool of candidates or candidate in Brian Flores back in the building so we can so we can put a, a bow on this thing. That would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to Sean Payton making the decision after kind of uh taking in and digesting all of the interviews he had and most recently close to eight hour interview on site with the Arizona Cardinals. And then once you get the green light, once he decides whether he wants to coach again, because it seems like Arizona Cardinals don't host him without the uh, idea of that. They want to hire him. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I, I just I just don't get that sense. It, you know, they went through talking to every other candidate before that. They they're not gonna they haven't talked to they're not they haven't announced that they're gonna do any second interviews with anybody else. They don't have anybody that uh, that's new to the docket as as far as a new candidate goes. Uh, we haven't heard anything if they wanted to reschedule D'Amico Ryan's and, and our guy Benjamin Albright said that they were gonna talk to John Gannon. We haven't heard any more reports on that, but it seems like if you're if you're going to have that long of a conversation, introduce them to everybody in that facility, and then you know walk out basically you know almost a victory lap outside your facility, that you probably are willing to figure out what the next step in this process is. And I, it's either they're waiting on Sean to make a decision that he wants to coach again, and then what what the what you have to do with the Saints to get his rights to get him as your coach. And then you sign the the uh, the name on the dotted line, and then hopefully get a press conference going. But and a, a lot of people are like, "Well, they can take their time." I mean, the Senior Bowl's next week. Bo's going to be at the Senior Bowl starting Tuesday, and I know the Cardinal scouts are going to be there, and I know that Byron Leftwich and Bruce Arians left last year, and Byron Leftwich, or excuse me, Todd Bowles took over, and Sean Payton left, you know, March of last year. So there can be those kind of situations where you have to fill a void last minute, but those coaches were on staff through January and February. Those were internal hirees after those coaches left. I, I don't know how far we want to get into this. It's crazy that there's a possibility that we're going to get into February and they're still going to be doing interviews. It certainly looks that way for a team like Denver or Houston. Maybe the Colts hire Jeff Saturday on Saturday. But I, I mean, to me, it's like if it's not Sean Payton, we're, I, I I feel like it would be a detriment to this franchise to not wrap something up here. You ought to know who your second choice is today, right, right now. Yeah. You do not have the luxury of going into next week trying to talk to other people for the first right. time. You don't want to be Denver right now. You that, don't be- that, sh- that shows disorganization, Bo. Right. Yeah. And, and that's why I think, you know, there was the question, should we be laughing at the Broncos right now and how this process is it kind of – unraveled right before everybody's eyes as far as who they wanted to get. They wanted, you know, they, they, they liked Tarball. They, they thought Peyton was a shoe in, you know, less over a week ago. Uh, I, I love who that dude jumping in the chat saints fan saying that the Cardinals is the spot for Peyton. I don't know if he's got eyes on the third overall pick, but you know, that's, those are the conversations that, you know, the Arizona Cardinals are hopefully drawing the line at, you know, you, you can't touch the third, but, maybe the 35th overall pick and, and we can talk maybe some future assets, but it doesn't feel like there's any leverage, you know, as you kind of weed through these reports and, and what Sean Payton really wants or doesn't want, does he want to talk to Denver or not? So they'll, they'll get legitimate answers behind the scenes, but the Arizona Cardinals are in a position and it, and it doesn't seem like there's been any more of a realistic opportunity to bring on Sean Payton than right now, like then right yeah. now, Sean Payton, you're at the precipice of it, figuring out if he wants to coach here, then get it done because this is the best chance for you to take your $230.5 million investment, get it on the right track, and with that, getting your franchise on the right track, armed with really, really intelligent football guys that you just hired along the way in Monty Awesomefort and Assistant General Manager David Sears. What do you what do you say to the people, Bo, that it's not in Michael Bidwell or the Bidwell family's way to pay a coach this much? I heard Peter King say that. I think that that's a played out old uh, just perception of this franchise. I, I think yeah. that Michael Bidwell, after and, and we're getting close to the anniversary of Johnny Venerable un, un, uh, unveiling or realizing that Kyler Murray had scrubbed his Instagram. But 
ever since like he realized what the market price was and what the market, what the value of doing business was or the price of doing business in the NFL uh, was, especially for having that, that position taken care of. And now with the importance of the head coach and realizing that he just realizes like, look, these opportunities are few and far between. Like we've tried to develop a coach. We tried to draft and develop a quarterback. It was so damn hard and we missed so many times. We got the guy, we kept him. So now you're facing the same thing with the head coach position. You're staring down an opportunity to bring in a guy who's a culture changer, who's done it at a, a, a deadbeat organization at one point. And I think even our guy Hudat in, in the chat will agree with this. Like it used to be the Aints. And Sean yeah. Payton is, is a culture builder. He's, he's a guy that can, can change the tide on some things. And he's standing right in front of you. And the way that things have played out, where there wasn't as many vacancies as there have been it the last couple of seasons, it's like seven to nine vacancies. There's only five. And the Arizona Cardinals were near the top of the, tra- the trash heap. A lot of people view Denver as that, but it's not. They've got a big red flag in, in, in uh, Russell Wilson and maybe more so with their, with their front office. Arizona Cardinals, the way that Michael Bidwell has retooled things on the fly, it should be very appealing to any of these candidates. I also think if you're if you're Michael Bidwell, you look at the landscape of the coaching crop of the NFC West, and he talked about it in his press conference to Bo, to you and the rest of the media that day after firing Cliff Kingsbury. We got to win the NFC West. We yeah. got to get a home game and then get hot in the playoffs. You have to have a, co- a coach that's capable of beating Kyle Shanahan that's capable of beating Sean McVay. You think Sean McVay is going to be down and out for long? You got swept by Pete Carroll that everybody thought was the laughing stock in the NFL this year, trading away Russ, and everybody thought that team was tanking. He was going to get fired. You got to have a coach that can compete with those guys. And I, I think Brian Flores can do it to some degree, and we certainly think Sean, Mc, or Sean McVay, Sean Payton can do it. <laughs> we, don't think, we don't think Vance Joseph can do it. We've seen what these offenses in this division have done yeah. to Vance Joseph's defense. So that, to me, it, it, at the end of the day, you you draft for your division and you and you hire and you sign personnel for your division. Yeah. Because you, you can get a home playoff game real quick. Ask Jacksonville, the benefactor of the AFC South, won a playoff game this year. You know, I, to me, it just it's it's as simple as you do not stack up in the slightest with the Hall of Fame level coaches in your division. So you better motherfucking pay to get on their level because what you've done in the past, nickel and diamond with Cliff Kingsbury making the minimum and whatever mm-hmm. you did with Steve Wilkes, Bruce Arians left. I mean, just it has not been good enough. You at least know with Sean Payton, you will not be an embarrassment and you were an embarrassment in 2022. Yeah. It was I, I can, yeah. I agree with Paul AZK one saying, you know, if Bidwell and Ozenfort, if they, if they land this thing, uh, Kyler is the investment. I mean, it's it's here their hero status, right? I mean, you got Larry Fitzgerald now tie, saying that he's a Sean Payton guy after he kind of pivoted from Dan Quinn, but all the all, everybody that is respected around these parts, the, the Sean Payton hype train is is reaching a fever pitch. And if you don't if you don't get him now, if you don't get your guy, and it's it's not he didn't he just decided to stay at Fox and was gonna kind of roll the dice on next off season, which is dangerous, Johnny. I mean, I, I think that people are overlooking that. Like, I mean, just it's look a at, huge mistake. Just look at what happened this past season and how things played out, even into the postseason with who he was reportedly eyeing with the Chargers and the Cowboys. You got Jerry Jones saying that he wants 
uh, Mike McCarthy to be around as, as, as long as Tom Landry was. That's close to three decades. I mean, it, it's absurd. Like, he's not going anywhere, right? Everybody no. but Dan Quinn on that staff is basically going somewhere for the Cowboys, but those two seem entrenched. And then the Spanos family is not going to relinquish the Chargers. They're always going to be the owners, so they're not going to be able to get a, a, enough done and pay Sean Payton enough to, to hire him. It's absurd. So then you start to look at the teams who are going to bottom out next year. Who's that going to be? Washington? I mean, who who can Maybe you say? Maybe if, if they got new ownership and threw a bunch of money at them. No, but I mean, it's again. on the Atlantic coast. It's on the East coast. He wants to be by LA. This is going to be his best opportunity outside of maybe yeah, the Rams. The Rams that. aren't that even appealing right now, as far no, as and right. Like, what if they what if they rebound this year and Sean's loving life again? I mean, like Sean McVay. Let's be honest, he's a dramatic guy. Uh, his his post room press conferences, his locker room speeches, it's it's for show in part, and he's jumping around and like he likes the attention, and they all these guys do. Sean likes the attention right now. This guy's not going to give up a premium job right now to go be a broadcaster. They make the playoffs again next year. Uh, to me, it's just the, I think a lot of these NFL coaches are realizing that if they have good to great coaches, you don't let them go. Mike McCarthy, once upon a time, don't forget this. Everybody laughs at big Mike Cardinals wanted him to come run their football for operations yeah. before they hired Steve Wilkes. They thought highly of Mike McCarthy. You're shaking your head, but that's a thing that happened. Yeah. Like I, I and I and it also gives me hope that Michael Bidwell would do the same thing for Sean Mc, or Sean Payton. I keep wanting to say Sean McVay. So I just <laughs> I'm with you, Bo. Like the perfect job doesn't exist in the NFL because then then they would have a complete and other you know setup of where you're not moving off the coach. Like Andy Reid's not going away, Sean. Right. For you to take that job, right? The, these jobs that are premium. There's a reason these jobs are open because there was dysfunction and you had to fire the head coach. And a lot of situations. You had to fire executives and GMs, like in Arizona. But in the other instances, they got to keep their job. That's not appealing yeah. for Sean Payton. I, Michael Bidwell, listen, I, I I want to believe that he's going to do right by this fan base that has won <laughs> one home game, one home game in 16 months, and you're gonna and you're gonna come out and not pay Sean Payton if Sean Payton because we're gonna find out if Sean Payton wanted the job. And right. Michael said no. And that's going to be a, as well as he's done, ace in every test so far this offseason, that will be a horrific look for the Cardinals. Yep. It would be brutal. It would be getting to the finish line and then just sliding right before you cross it. And, and nobody wants that because it, it would go against everything that Michael Bidwell said in his press conference and what his wants and expectations are for this franchise. It doesn't match up with his actions, what his actions would be this offseason. Uh, Nola Pelicans in the chat saying – uh, is don't forget Sean Payton. We could send him back to Fox as far as the Saints. Better not. It'd be a Good poor look, look for the franchise that Sean Payton and Drew Brees and a lot of great players did to turn things around. It'd be tough to hold him hostage. And I did some diet, some some insight, looked into like what Terry Bradshaw makes at Fox and what Howie Long oh, and those Michael Strahan. They make anywhere from like two to five million bucks. And Sean Payton's not like a. He's not. He's not one of the cleanup hitters on that. He's one of the role players. No, he's probably getting like a semi-salary stipend kind of deal. Right. And he's so, living off of his coaching money that he made in New Orleans. Right. That if you live in L.A. and Dallas or wherever, that that dries up pretty quickly. So, so say he makes ahead. 15 plus million dollars. You're going to hold him hostage to get the, you know, the, the most 
draft capital possible. The Saints have the same. I, I I love the Saints fans in the chat. I appreciate yeah. your passion. You have no say in this entire. <laughs> this is not up to you, not the Saints fans, but the Saints franchise. They, they this isn't up to them at all. You think Mickey Loomis and the ownership that Sean Payton's the best coach in your franchise history, and you're gonna hold him hostage? No way. I'm sorry. Like and and Sean's working with Mickey to make sure that they get a package to inflate Sean's ego to make sure they're not dealt for a ham sandwich. And you could argue the Cardinals made a mistake dealing Bruce Arians away for a late day three pick. But it's just like you you have no leverage. The Saints have leverage till 2025. He's not your coach anymore. You chose Dennis Allen. You could have said, Sean, come back. DA, be our defensive coordinator. Yeah. You didn't do that. They, mm -hmm. they have moved on from Sean Payton, and Sean Payton has moved on from them. He's not just going to magically go to Fox next year and then come back in 2024 and be the Saints head coach. And I feel yeah. like there's some... There's a perception of Saints fans that kind of think that this is this is over. Get what you can. Move right. on. Like you're holding a, a coach a hostage, but I, I, there's a perception with the fans the the Saints are not going to do that. No way. If no they can way get look, 35th overall is almost a first round pick. It, it's basically a first round pick. I it, you're not going to get a first on the third talent. overall pick. If it's a future first, I don't think that the fan base would be upset with that and I don't think you know what what's it lose what's the you know philosophy on that it loses about a round's worth of its yeah, value so if you get listen i mean i the most i would give up is the 35th pick and next year's one and i think that would be a damn good package i know bo wouldn't give up that much i would be fine with that and I, you just you have to you have to move on new orleans and i think most saints fans i talk to on twitter and i see do doing podcasts and stuff you guys yeah. do great great work most saints fans would take that right now yeah, a uh, 2024 first round pick that I mean, shit could be in the teens. We don't know where that could be. And the 35th overall pick. Maybe you ship Taysom Hill to Arizona to start for five weeks until Kyler Murray's ready. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just to me, we'll have those conversations if it happens. The Saints are over here <laughs> and it's the Cardinals and Michael Bidwell and Sean Payton right here. And they're going to call New Orleans when it's time to make the trade happen. The Saints aren't going to come in and say, "No, you guys, we're not. We don't love this. Go back to Fox for a year." That does. That's not going to happen. And the I've only reason he would want to go back to it. Fox, the only reason he would want to go back to Fox, would be he he enjoyed the quality of life and he could give or take coaching. But what then we've you seen, don't want him anyway. Yeah, then you don't. Want but him I don't anyway. know why he would want to go through this entire dog and pony show. I know you know. Obviously, Rap Sheet said today he either told Jody or Pat McAfee this, where he he likes it, right? He loves the attention, right? Uh, he loves when everybody's seeking after Sean, no doubt about it. But I don't think he would put on this entire dog and pony show and not realistically, you know, look at these options. And you know, he probably did love where he wasn't married to the game as much as he was as a head coach. Like he could drop anything. He worked once a week essentially, and he got to go with his kids to the Fiesta Bowl awesome. and do whatever the hell coach. he wanted. So that's what I think he's doing. He's weighing his options as far as, do I want to give up that? Do I want to give up the quality of life uh, to go back to being a head coach? Because it's a serious, it's a serious commitment. I mean, it's because they're going to, teams are going to pay a huge amount of money and they're going to have to pay some draft capital and it's, it's going to be expensive. I don't know if it's it. I really just don't think it's going to be the third overall pick, but I think it's going to be decent compared, you know, relative to what we've seen, and obviously just what it's going to take, you know, fifteen to twenty million dollars a season. If you don't want to coach, or you get any inclination that he's not a hundred percent in it, and they were with him for seven hours yesterday, and if he wasn't locked in, and it's just we're having some sandwiches and having a good time, 
I mean, that intimate conversation that he and Michael Bidwell likely had on, on the drive home or wherever they went to, like Michael Bidwell knows if this guy wants to coach or not. And if he wants to coach his team, like they know anybody mm-hmm. who like, we don't know. I would love to know. They know Sean Payton knows Michael Bidwell knows they have to let us know. We're going to let you know as soon as we find out, check us out. What, what do you got? Yeah, it was just up. I mean, the odds right now is asked in the chat uh, from, from our friend over here. Uh, Brian Flores remains the heavy favorite, minus 125. Sean Payton's next best favorite, one plus 140. Vance Joseph crypto Scott, uh, stock dropping to plus 500 from oh, plus 350 yesterday. That's a shame. And then Aaron Glenn plus 1,500. Um, I... All right, so we're, I'm going to I'm going to get definitive answers if this gets done this weekend. But first, I want to tell you guys about gophnx.com. Become a diehard. We've got free articles 90% of the time. Our guy, PHNX uh, Cardinals beat reporter, the guy who broke the Sean Payton interview, uh, and the fact that he's delayed with the Denver Broncos. Our guy Howard Balzer slammed the promo code for Howard H O W A R D. Fantastic work. He's got a brand new article up right now that you can check out about the Sean Payton saga and maybe some other options the Cardinals can consider. But again, die hard. You're going to get 20% off future uh, events, free gear from the PHNX merchandise locker, hat, T-shirt, whatever you want. Every year you're signed up. The exclusive member Discord where you guys loving us, yelling us in the chat for this. You can come and do it 24 hours a day in the Discord. We'll, yep. we'll come and, and chat it up with you guys. We love you guys so much. Uh, but check us out. Go PHNX.com, Bo. Yeah, speaking of Howard's work, he just uh, wrote one today. It's up on the site, gophnx.com. It's unlocked, and it's basically going through the history of NFL coaching hires and how with Sean Payton being kind of the lone offensive-minded guy being available for the Cardinals, that they would be wise to hire the offensive guy. I know that it doesn't – it's like, no shit, sign Sean Payton as your next head coach, but Howard goes in depth on that. Because otherwise, you're looking at all the other guys. It's 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 Brian Flores, it's Aaron Glenn, and then it's Vance Joseph potentially. All defensive guys. Why it'd be smart for the Arizona Cardinals to do whatever it takes to get an offensive side, uh, offensive-minded head coach hired this offseason. Uh, I want to also remind everybody of our friends at Octane Raceway. Woo! So I might I might head down boat Octane Raceway to try to wait this out. Um, because it's my mind <laughs> off some laps. Yeah, we've had a blast. Our guy, Frank Sanders, PHNX Cardinals own, kicked all of our butts once upon a time. Uh, I did not get last. I think that was Anthony Totry, which is hilarious. Um, but we've had we've had a blast. They've got go-karts, racing, bowling, arcades. They've got trivia night on Friday. I think drink specials tonight from 8 to 10. Saturday and Sunday, 50% off all signature bowling before noon. Tons of stuff for kids. They've got fantastic meals, buffalo chicken quesadillas, fruit, whatever you want. And then, of course, they've got the ice cream sundae bar, um, assorted house-made cookies, tons of stuff. Watch the big game or games this weekend at Mavericks with a dozen 4K televisions, 20-foot jumbotrons, 5,000-square-feet restaurant (laughs) featuring a chef-curated menu, fantastic crafted beers and cocktails, Enjoy all that more for the Super Bowl experience coming up at Mavericks. Book it in advance, though. It's going to book up quickly at mavericks.com slash the big game. All right, Bo Brock, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, boy. Do the, all right. do the Cardinals, do the Car- Arizona Cardinals have a head coach, not in, you know, press conference, but uh, do they have a head coach that we know of by Monday morning? I think that we're, we're going to be very close by Monday. 
That's I do. not an answer. I, That's no, not an answer. No, it is. It, our GM self, <laughs> our GM self, Bookman's put. He's saying that it's not an answer. It's, it's very political. But I think as far as Monday goes, the NFL doesn't want the Cardinals and Sean Payton to have any news come out on their conference championship Correct. Sunday. I just Correct. don't think that they do. So it either has to happen within the next twenty four hours or trending towards that on on, sun, on Monday. So I, I would say that. Monday is probably going to be the money spot or within the next 24 hours. I, I, I wish I had, I wish I thought differently, but I don't, that's, that's what I'm going to give you. I would have thought if you would ask me yesterday, hundred percent, I thought it would be done today or tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to pivot now. I'm going to say Monday as well. I don't think we get anything this weekend. I hope well, I'm wrong. No, go ahead. I mean, there's, there's a good chance you're wrong. And that's why you obviously have to subscribe to PHNX underscore sports here on YouTube. Sure. Get that alert set up because if anything breaks, you can bet your ass we're doing an emergency podcast on any news that breaks regarding Sean Payton, the Arizona Cardinals head coaching vacancy. Keep it locked to us here at PHNX underscore sports, PHNX Cardinals. We got you. Uh, it's We own the offseason, Johnny. That's what it's all about. We do. I would love it. I would love to go live later tonight with an emergency yeah, pod. We've love been to abandon your family. I've That's- been stiff arming my kids left and right. I've been in a dark room by myself, <laughs> scrolling through Twitter, texting DMs and sources, um, and we have nothing. And I would look at the national media and I would say they have nothing right, right. now. So until that report comes out, we are on standby here, but you guys aren't on standby. You guys are first class with us. We thank all of you for making this our best month here in January of 2023 for the PHNX Cardinals podcast. We're going to wait another day or so until we find out the next head coach of this franchise. But in the meantime, be sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. He's Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you Monday, if not sooner. Ah, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.